and welcome to Books Unbound, the podcast where we unbind books to get to their hearts. With your hosts, me, Raylene, and... Me, it's Ariel in 2021. Woo! It's 2021, baby. Here we are. We made it. I like how we say we made it, but we don't know because it's still 2020. Yeah, I hope we make it. <laughs> I hope. I really hope we make it. Oh, man. I'm so excited for this episode. Like we talked about last week, we did our wrap up for 2020 last week, and this week, in the new year, we are going to talk about our reading resolutions, mm-hmm. what are some books we're excited about, what do we want to read, what are our plans, etc. So we have a few categories like we did with our our last one. We also have lots of cool updates of things that we're going to do new with the podcast, like new things we're going to try, um, new things for our patrons, etc. So do we want to start with those things or do we want to save those for the end? I think we'll save those for the end. The true yeah. fans will hear our updates. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, we've got some exciting stuff, some new content we are going to be trying out in the new year, yeah. which is now. Um, so we're really excited to see if you guys like these ideas, but I mean, we're going to do them either way. So hopefully they hopefully they end up being good. Just so you know, we're going to consistently sound confused, everyone. It's because today <laughs> is December 20th yeah. and it's still 10 days before the new year. And so we're pretending it's 2021, but it's I know not. it's strange. We're, it's not. And everybody's going to be able to tell. So <laughs> we may as well let you know. Yeah, break that fourth wall right now. <laughs> Seriously, I just I can't I can't handle this. Oh, man. So, I mean, where do we even begin? I know. Okay. Actually, that's hard. The, uh, you're running this I'm just show gonna, today. But... I'm just going to grab I'm going to grab a, p- a place and just start it. Okay. So it's the new year. What are some books you are excited to get into this year? Like, what are some books that you're hoping to read in 2021? Okay. And like, this is kind of putting on the pressure because if we don't read them, you know, it's true. We, we're setting ourselves up for failure. It's but true. this is just like a, an idea. What's something that you're hoping to read this year? Okay. So I have two categories. And then three specific books. (laughs) Okay. All right. So the first category is pandemic books. So this was a category that I started tackling this year. Um, Mm. And I read Station Eleven and I read Part of the Dreamers. And I was really enjoying this category. And I bought some really interesting books in this category, like Severance and a couple of nonfiction ones and stuff. Mm -hmm. And I just, my reading, and I'm very much, and just like you, I'm a very much mood reader. I like, it's not good to, honestly, doing this whole thing is probably stupid because I can't plan (laughs) what I read. I know, um, this is all just silly what we're doing. Yeah, right now, we'll okay. see how, how good we stick to it. But <laughs> um, that being said, I really was enjoying the pandemic books and I would really enjoy to continue reading them. Um, especially right now when we are in the middle of pandemic and, you know, there's, there seems to be hope on the horizon with the vaccines and everything, just fingers mm-hmm. crossed. But we're still in the thick of things. It's still going to be a really long time before... Um, lucky people like us that are really healthy um, get the vaccine and stuff. So, mm-hmm. we, you know, we still got a while to go and I really want to keep reading these pandemic books and, and tackling this really difficult topic. So I really enjoy that. The second one is I want to read more poetry. Um, oh. when, when we were doing our last episode, I was obviously going through all the books that I read this year and I saw I only read one book of poetry in oh. 2020. And I hate that. I just hate that. I um I really love poetry and I just, you know, it's hard to it's really hard to read a perfect balance of everything you love. You know what I mean, really? You're yeah, like I, know. I need to read 20% graphic novels, 20% poetry, 20% nonfiction. It's too hard. Um It just doesn't happen. <laughs> but I really want to try prioritizing poetry because obviously 
I didn't prioritize it last time and my consequences mm-hmm. were that I only got to read one book and I loved it. It was another Mary Oliver. So, okay. So yeah. those are the two kind of categories that I really want to, I hope I prioritize in the new year. Mm-hmm. But um, there's three specific books I want to read. The first one is Strange Flowers by Donal Ryan. So I don't know if oh. you remember, but one of our patrons like messaged us or maybe just one of our listeners on Instagram. I forget exactly where it came from, but somebody messaged us and was like, Ariel, did you know there's a new Donal Ryan? And I was like, no. <laughs> What's going on? <laughs> so um, I'd really love to tackle it. it. Sounds really good. It's kind of um, one of the classic prodigal prodigal son stories except it's a daughter who like returns back to a town that she'd left for a long time like that kind Mm. of story love it set in the 70s i'm ready um the next one emma by jane austen Ooh. so i have read four of jane austen's six books i have read the shortest four um and i've (laughs) abandoned emma and mansfield park this year i rewatched. Emma, actually, oh my god, really? In the last episode, we talked about our favorite movies and shows of the year, and I forgot to talk, about, talk Emma. about Emma. It's so Not confusing because that movie came out <laughs> right at the beginning of the year, so I guess I just kind of forgot that I saw it this year. But I've, yeah. in 2020, I've watched that movie like genuinely like 20 times. I'm obs- I love it so much. I put it on the background. I just have such a good time with it, and it's really made me fall in love with that story. And I'm like, I've got to read the book. I've just got to tackle it. Definitely. And then the final book is On the Road by Jack Kerouac, which seems oh, like a very random pick. <laughs> yes, yes, indeed. But there's two reasons. The first is I bought an amazing copy of this book at Shakespeare and Company in Paris. Oh, I feel like crying. I miss the world so much. <laughs> Take me back. <laughs> Take me back to Paris. Um, but I bought a beautiful edition of this book that I really love. And while I was in Paris, I started reading it. And I probably made it to like page 20 or something. And because mm-hmm. I... I find it really hard to read while on holiday. Like you're just like vacationing and like walking around. Like when do people read? I never understand people that read on vacation, but I maybe for a (laughs) beach. I don't know. Anyways, um, I started reading it. I was really enjoying it, but I then got home and started like finished the other thing I was reading, blah, blah, blah. And it ended up being a mashed potato book. Um, But the other reason is that last year, I made a video where I predicted some five-star reads. And that's the only book I think I have left from that video. I predicted five different books. And some of them I was right about. Some of them I was very wrong about. (laughs) Actually, no. I think The Secret History is on that one, too. Yeah, you Uh, haven't read that yet. I haven't read that one yet. But uh, I know The Memory Police was on that one. Oh, that was yeah. wrong. I was wrong to guess the memory. <laughs> <laughs> That's funny. Um, there were some other ones on there though that I was like, uh, that and I was right about. Like I ended up actually really liking them. And anyways, yeah. So I really want to tackle that book so I can finally finish that concept and see if I actually was right. Do you know what I mean? Like, yeah. Did those? Did, oh did man. I actually, that would have been that? a fun. That would have been a fun category for this episode is a five-star prediction we should we could do that after i'll have to go to scroll through my my uh good yeah or we could do it as its own episode though let's do that as its own episode in the future um we'll put in some five-star predictions and give ourselves a deadline to read them and then follow up because i think that would be really fun yeah okay cool idea okay well i picked um just a handful of random books that i really want to read this year mostly because i didn't read them in 2020 or earlier when i was originally planning to read them so I'll just kind of zip through them because I have quite a few um Brave New World 
A Gentleman in Moscow. I've just really wanted to read that. <laughs> a Dance with Dragons actually is one that I started in 2020 and then wasn't in the mood for, so stopped reading it. But I am so excited to actually read that book. So I'm excited to get back into that. Um, the second and third Lord of the Rings books. Mm. Definitely want to read those in 2021. Um, Nevernight by Jay Kristoff. I've just been dying to get into that series. I always see the sequels mm -hmm. when I go to a bookstore and I'm like, I want to buy them, but I can't because I haven't even read the first one yet. Um, then I've got the Mistborn, like the second Mistborn trilogy, Ooh, Alloy yeah. of Law, and then it's sequels. So I really want to read those because I love Mistborn and it's, those are definitely mashed potato books though, because I love Mistborn so much. And I'm like, I can't wait to get back into that world, but I also don't want it to be over. Oof, yeah. So that's, but I definitely want to read them. And then the last one that's on my list for 2021 is The Green Mile by Stephen King. Oh, right. Because as I mentioned in the last episode, I watched the movie finally and it was just so good. And now I'm like, I have to read the book. Mm -hmm. Like, what am I waiting for? So those are my like specific books that I really hope to read, but I know that I probably won't read half of them just because that's how these things work. <laughs> Yeah, that's exciting. We'll see if we manage to read any of those oh in in this year. That'll be super interesting. The year always feels so short when it comes to actually reading all the things you want to I read know. and watching all the things you want to watch. Like suddenly it's December and you're like, oh God, <laughs> I didn't read anything. <laughs> At least that's what I experienced this year. Um, okay, next one I'm really curious to find out from you is which new releases are Ooh. you excited about in 2021? I'm, like, I'm really so, curious. Yeah, I'm so curious about your list, too. There's one of mm -hmm. them that I think... I only have three, first of all. I only have three. I have four. Okay, have yeah. Four. It's so funny, just because I feel like five years ago, for example, I was way more attuned into what was being published and what was I coming know. out. I know. Um, and I've become way worse. I mean, to the, to the, to the fact that I didn't even know there was a new Donal Ryan out. I know. I didn't know. I had to look up. I just Googled 2021 releases right. and that like reminded me which books I'm excited about because I didn't even like have them on my radar yet until we yeah, decided like to the, make this episode. Exactly. The only ones that I kind of know about are when the authors I follow on Instagram post that they have a new book coming out. That's right. like the only way that I figure that out. So um, but yeah, okay. Here we go. Here we go. I have up first The Anthropocene Reviewed by John Green. Did you know about what? this book? I know. <laughs> no, of course not. <laughs> what the hell? So, John Green has a new book? Yes, it's super exciting because it's his first ever nonfiction book and oh. adult book and i'm just so excited for yeah. it for a, for a myriad of reasons i love john green i think he's so awesome as an individual yeah. i love his books um but as i've grown older i've really wished that he wrote for adults more and so to know that he's got this kind of nonfiction thing coming out is really exciting and the other thing is like this is based on mm -hmm. a podcast he has he has a podcast called the anthropocene oh, review cool. that he writes essays for basically he writes essays for oh, this podcast that. and it's like this really beautiful scripted podcast and i i don't listen to it very often if i'm being honest like i've heard a couple of episodes but it's just not the, my, my i don't know it's not the kind of podcast listening that i do so yeah. to have it as a book i think is going to be perfect um my next one is switch by a.s king did you know she oh, had a new one Mm -mm. <laughs> so, i'm not as attuned into as king as you are though to be fair to be fair but yeah but uh it was just announced like very recently Ooh. like i knew she had a new book coming out but i had no idea when and she just posted literally like two days ago on her instagram or something and i was like oh my god i quickly wrote it down so i wouldn't forget but um yeah 
I could not tell what the hell this book is about. <laughs> I just, I read this. Sounds about right. Yeah, I read the synopsis like three times, and I was like, yeah, I don't, I don't know what it's. About. I don't care. I don't care what it's about. It, looks it doesn't good. matter. That's the thing. Exactly. Yeah. It doesn't matter. Cool um, cover. Yeah, it has a cool cover that they just released. Um, the font really reminds me of the everybody sees of everybody sees the ants and as the passengers oh, and stuff. Yeah. So anyway, I'm hyped on it. I'm excited. My Very third cool. and final book is controversial. <laughs> and, and I want to talk about it because I think, you know, this is a book podcast. We should be able to talk about whatever books we're reading. Mm-hmm. But I also do want to be cognizant of the fact that I know some people aren't going to be happy about it. Um, and it is How to Avoid a Climate Disaster by Bill Gates. Um, mm. So the reason that this is controversial is because a lot of people don't like Bill Gates because he's a billionaire. And um, I absolutely understand that. And I also am one of the people who wishes he would donate all of his money away, right? Like, I wish <laughs> yeah. that, um, he does do a lot of charitable giving. And I really respect Bill Gates, honestly, in a lot of different ways. The fact mm-hmm. that he, like, has a foundation and most of his work now isn't about innovation at Microsoft anymore. It's about, like, trying to cure malaria and polio and um, yeah. and maternity. What was it? Maternity other uh deaths you know like when people die when they shouldn't need to die um in in different countries and stuff and so i really respect a lot of his charity work but i obviously wish he would give more of his money and do even more because he is still a billionaire and he's like one of these people who has made loads of money during the pandemic and stuff Mm -hmm. um but he's also one of the people who's been really advocating for vaccines throughout all of this in the states in a time when the states has not been doing that so anyways Mm -hmm. whatever you think about bill gates I understand and I respect, but (laughs) he has this new book coming out, How to Avoid a Climate Disaster. And I, for one, am really interested. I'm very interested in a Bill Gates perspective as a, from a person who is an innovator and a tech entrepreneur, what does he see as the solutions to this problem? He Mm. was like one of the people who he's not, I'm not going to in any way say he was the only person who predicted a pandemic was coming, but he was one of the most vocal people about predicting a pandemic. Mm -hmm. And we're all sort of like, wow. Wish we'd done something about that. Um, And so at the same, so in the same way, I'm like, I would like to hear what Bill Gates has to say as a very educated and interesting person with a lot of influence about climate change. So anyway, even though I know it's controversial, I still want to talk about it because I am very intrigued. Um, Maybe it's horrible. Maybe it's a terrible book. I don't know. I haven't (laughs) read it. Uh, So all I'm saying is that it's on my radar. What about you, Raylene? I'm so interested to see what... Because I was like, Raylene doesn't know about releases. I was was like, what is she going to (laughs) say? Okay. Well, mine... I have four. Three out of the four are books by authors that I have already read. Mm -hmm. And so, like, I kind of know of these books. And then one is a great Gatsby retelling. Okay. Let's jump in. (laughs) So I've got some... Yeah, some really interesting books. I just have four. And these... I'm... I know it probably won't work, but these are the books that I want to be the only books I buy this year, or at least new, the only new books I buy this year. We're going to okay, see how so... long that lasts, but that's one of my big resolutions. Okay. So I don't want to spend more than $100 on new books. Whoa. <laughs> <laughs> so does that include backlist books for your $100 budget? Does that include backlist books? Like if you wanted to buy Hard Times by Charles Dickens, would you be allowed to buy it? Or it would have to be within those hundred dollars. Um, the only reason I gave myself a hundred dollar budget is because I know that I could buy those four books for 
under a hundred bucks probably if they're all hardcovers yeah. they'd be thirty dollars each one of them is not a hardcover so it's not like a strict budget it's just kind of like i yeah. don't want to spend more than what i would spend on those four books um unless Whoa. it's like at a thrift store or you know something where it's just like insanely sure, cheap. Sure, or sure. i'm going to use the library so that's kind of one of my big Whoa. resolutions before i jump in i do not want to spend lots of money on books because <gasps> i've been inspired by you this year you bought a house i want to buy a house oh thanks man so Come buy a house next to me <laughs> exactly so i'm trying to save as much money as i can and and books is a big um, cash suck in my life. <laughs> so funny because Raylene messaged me the other, she, you texted me the other <laughs> yeah. day with that little thing that Indigo sent us. Uh-huh. And Indigo, Indigo tried to do, they tried. I'm not saying they succeeded, <laughs> but they tried to do the like Spotify wrapped thing where it's yeah. like you read mo- or you bought books mainly in this category and you bought this many books. Yeah. And we were both looking at that number and we were like, I don't even want to reveal how many it was because we were both like, and that doesn't even include the independent bookstores we nope. bought from online. And anything but we mine was like, 35 that- folks mine was 35 okay. i bought 35 brand new books only from indigo i bought brand new books from many other places i also bought used books i spent a what lot did, of money how many books. was mine okay wait, yours was I'm 40 seeing. i think it was 40 yep, yeah I just found yeah it. it was 40 holy shit <laughs> like when you think about how much money that is it's like oh god what have i done <laughs> yeah it's so much money plus like you mentioned that doesn't include indie bookshops it doesn't include thrift it doesn't include anything else so anyway yeah so yeah that's Uh, my main goal is to only buy these four books brand new um okay let's jump in so the first one is clara and the sun by kazuo ishiguro this book oh yeah i mentioned it it was like a new one of the book news i did many many months ago um but it just sounds like such a freaking cool book it's about an ai who just like lives in a store and is waiting for someone to buy her and yeah and i'm so intrigued by that it kind of in my mind reminds me of a graphic novel series i read a few years ago called alex and ada and that one is about an ai and like a guy purchases her or he doesn't even mean to purchase her but he gets her anyway and it's so i'm really intrigued by ai i also rewatched ex machina this year so 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 good that was one i forgot to mention in the last episode because it was a rewatch but yeah it was so good so i love that kind of stuff so i'm really excited for that that comes out in march and then the next one that it's kind of funny that i want to buy this but i'm like whatever i'm sure it'll be great malibu (laughs) rising by taylor jenkins reed taylor jenkins reed has a new book coming out and i can't even remember what it's about like i looked it up and was like yes 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 this sounds so good but now in my mind i'm like i have no idea what it's about but i have I don't want to say I've loved all of her books because, I mean, but her more recent books like um, Evelyn Hugo was awesome and I've read some of her backlist, which I've really enjoyed. So I'm kind of like, yeah, kind of hit or miss with her, but I've like at least enjoyed all of her books. So I have a feeling this one will be real good. Um, and the next one is The Heart Principle by Helen Huang, which is the third book in the Kiss Quotient series. And so this oh, is another thing. I need okay. to read the se- I still need to read the second book, but I'm so okay. like... Okay. So, but I'm 99% sure that I'm still going to want to buy this book. So this one is kind of totally. like, it's dependent on how I feel about the second one, but I'm sure I'll still end up buying it. Really excited for that. Comes out in the summertime. But then I what I that. think is my most excited book is the one that's Whoa. a great Gatsby retelling. Right. That I what discovered. I can't remember if somebody told me about it or if I just came across it on Goodreads. It's called The Chosen and the Beautiful by, and I'm going to say this wrong, Nihivo. It's, um, okay. yeah, so it's a great Gatsby retelling. Told, it's, it follows Jordan Baker, who's a side character in The Great Gatsby. Yeah, totally. Um, she's the golfer, right? Yeah, she's the golfer. And in this one, yeah. though, they've the author has reimagined her so that she... It still takes place in the 20s, um, but she is okay. a, she's queer and Asian. 
and she's still she's a golfer and so it's like a queer asian woman in the 20s who is a golf star and i'm so fucking excited for this book because it's just like it's just an amalgamation of so many of my favorite things um like i've been wanting to read more asian fiction that's another another thing on my list um so I want to read more more books by Asian authors and translated fiction as well. Yeah. And, um, you know, I love queer fiction and I love The Great Gatsby. So I was like, this is going to be so good. It comes out in yeah. June. So I would say that's probably my most anticipated book of the year for sure. If I had yeah. to pick just one. So, Whoa. yeah. And we were that's just talking, so we were talking cool. about um, pre-ordering books in our last books on Bucket. Now I'm like, I should just pre-order all of these. What am I talking about? Maybe you should actually, because then you can just excitedly wait for them to show up in the mail someday. Yeah, I kind of <laughs> like that too. I-, I might, we'll see. And then I don't have to worry about paying for them ever again. Like I'll just buy them all now and then I'm good to go. I love that. Woo, exciting stuff. Yeah. Are you surprised by all of those picks? <laughs> I'm, I am, but I'm also like, once you explain them, they made sense. Mm-hmm. I'm especially excited for you for that Great Gatsby thing, though. Yeah. I think that that's going to be so, so cool. Um, and just as a person that who loves Great Gatsby, I think you deserve to have a cool Great Gatsby. Like, I'm, I was like, I need it. Would they ever do an Animal Farm retelling? I'm like, no. I don't think there's <laughs> no any way to do, to do that. Although this, I have a little bit of news for you. I mean, it might not be news. It might not be exciting. But there's an Animal Farm video game on. I think it was on Epic Games or on Steam. I can't remember. Kyle was on like I just showing me games this. yeah and I was like what the hell it has terrible reviews so like it's not something to get too excited about but I just <laughs> thought you would want to know if you didn't know about it already I heard about this and I looked it up and I was kind of like I don't know about that <laughs> but but at the same time I'm kind of like maybe I need to play that that might be my future it's just something you need to that's do that's so funny <laughs> Fun. Well, I kind of hinted to this kind of stuff already, but um, what kind of goals do you have in terms yeah. of your reading in 2021? What are your things you want to do? This is really fun. Um, yeah. Okay. I really like this. I'm glad that we did this. They're a bit nebulous. Mm. Um, my goals, they're not like read 10 of this, do six of oh, this, yeah, but I, I like these goals. I'd like, I hope I do them. <laughs> yeah. God damn it. I hope I actually get this done. Um, <laughs> Okay, so my first one is to read more unknown books. Oh, cool. So that's how I chose to phrase it, but I'm not saying that I'm discovering books. (laughs) Obviously, I'm not. You want to discover (laughs) the strangest books in the world. Yeah, no, what I mean by that is just books that are underhyped. I... You know, a lot of the books that I read are very hyped and I have no problem with that. Like, Mm -hmm. I'm really glad that my year of rest and relaxation got hyped because I absolutely love that Mm -hmm. book. But at the same time, I'm so glad I read Albatross, even though I'd never heard of it, never heard anyone review it because it ended up being one of my favorite books of the year. That's so true. And exactly. So I just like the idea of reading books that aren't as hyped aren't as mainstream not because i'm trying to be a hipster <laughs> i promise but more because i i don't know i feel i also i guess i think about it a little bit like 
on the podcast and on social media. I am a book reviewer and I love recommending books to people. And I like the idea of recommending books that people aren't hearing Mm -hmm. everywhere else. Absolutely. Do you know what I mean? Um, So yeah, so that's just something I'm going to be trying to do in the back, in the back of my mind, just like when I go to bookshops, not just looking for books I've already heard of, but actually going through the shelves and being like, whoa, this sounds cool. What is it? I don't know. Yeah. Um, my second goal, I have four. My okay. second goal is to, actually, this one is very specific. Finish all of my unread graphic <gasps> novels. Oh. Oh. Yeah. This is a book, this is a book challenge I've wanted to do for a long time. And there's no reason why I shouldn't. I don't know how many I have that are unread. I would have counted, but they're packed away. And I don't want to unpack my books <laughs> until my shelves are ready. So uh, I don't know. I, I'm assuming there's like 20, maybe. Yeah. Um, there's no reason why I shouldn't read them all. If I just to put in the effort mm-hmm. i can mar- mark them all as read and i think I, w- I don't know i would really like to have read all my graphic novels absolutely um okay my third goal and this actually i hadn't written it down until we were talking just like 20 oh, minutes cool. ago or something when we were i think when we were doing the books on bucket i don't want to buy <laughs> any hardcovers <laughs> unless i'm going to read them right away <laughs> That's smart. I feel like this isn't just a 2021 goal. I want this to be a life goal. But like we talked about in one of our episodes a while ago, why are we buying hardcovers if we're not reading them right away? So many of the books that I buy as hardcovers, I end up reading three years later. I could have just saved the money and I prefer paperbacks anyway. So I know that's the worst part. (laughs) Yeah. Make it make sense. As the kids say, make it make sense. It doesn't make sense. Um, so yeah, so that's definitely a goal. My final goal, again, pretty nebulous, and I don't know how successful I'm going to be at this because I've never tried a goal like this. It's to read less American-centric books. So Mm. if people don't know, which I know a lot of them don't, Raylene and I are Canadian. People are always assuming that I'm American, and I get why, because most of the content online is... (laughs) Most of the content <laughs> online is, uh, like, it's American over Canadian. Um, mm-hmm. But I'm not American. <laughs> and there's a lot about America that is very interesting and very similar, but isn't the same as the Canadian perspective. Yeah. <laughs> and I'm, I'm growing increasingly tired of Americans feeling like their perspective is the perspective. Do you know what I mean? Um, Mm -hmm. A lot of this year has had very interesting discourse online, um, but all from an American perspective. And I'm like, that's very good. And I'm glad that you're talking about these interesting and difficult issues. But that's your perspective. That is not the history that Canada has. It's not the history that England has. It's not the history that Nigeria has or Russia or any country. Do you know what I mean? Like, it's just one perspective. And I forget the exact fact, but it's like, America makes up 5% of the population (laughs) of the world. That's it. 5%. And so for most of my reading to come from America is fine because I do like reading about cultures that are like mine. It's Mm -hmm. nice to read about characters that went to high school like my kind of high school and go to university like my kind of university. But that's not the only reason I read. I like, I want to get from, so that kind of goes like with yours a bit, like more translated books yeah, and stuff like that. branching out into. Trying to branch out, but yeah. I don't know exactly how I'm going to uh, do this goal. Do you know what I mean? I think honestly, right. my big, big, my biggest step towards this goal 
because I don't want this to just be a 2021 goal. I want this to be more kind of a love a long mm-hmm. lifetime goal. I think what I'm going to start with this year is just on my spreadsheet, write down which where every book is from. I think like, I might America, do that too. America, that America, was, America. I used and to do I'll that, but start I stopped. To see. Yeah. Yeah, exactly. I'll start to see that will help me pick up the trend and everything. Mm-hmm. Um, It'll be yeah. hard looks. I'm sure a lot of the books you already have on your shelf are probably by yes. American authors. And like, that's, you know, the thing. that's unavoidable. That's, yeah. That's unavoidable, and I—that's why I'm not going to be too hard on myself. This year is just kind of the first year where I'm going to be more aware of it, right? Um, and start to branch out a little bit. Um, but like you said, most of the books I own are going to be American, so mm-hmm. I'm—I'm not going to just like you sell can just them start incorporating. You can just um, start incorporating exactly. more, more anonymous. Exactly, man. Those are some good goals. They're—they're they're kind of similar to some of mine yeah. in like weird ways. Like I definitely agree with everything that you're doing. Um, my specific goals that I wrote down there are, like I mentioned, I want to read more translated fiction. Love that. Um, I love that. And that can be, like, obviously I want to focus on my Japanese fiction that I have because I have so much um, Japanese right. lit that I just have bought but haven't read yet. And I'm so excited to, ju- to jump into those. But yeah. I'm also like you, I would like to branch out, like, beyond my um, Asian translated fiction and find other translated works from other yeah. countries. So I haven't really looked into that yet, but I would love to do that because there's so much out there that isn't from america like you say exactly. like well yeah exactly there's so much even, out there even for me like just non-translated wise i'd rather mm-hmm. I, I wish that i was reading more british stuff and more irish stuff yeah. and more canadian stuff like there are other anglo countries that are um yeah, that totally. can give me similar perspectives to my life and that are like not translated but aren't american mm-hmm. Um, but yeah, translated wise, I agree. I'd love to read some more translated, especially more Japanese fiction because I enjoy it so much. I agree with you. Yeah, yeah. I just love it. So that's one of my big ones. But also I really want to read more Murakami books um, mm-hmm. because like I mentioned in I think the last episode, I read uh, 1Q84 and absolutely loved it. I read After Dark very recently and loved it. Um, I want to read his short stories. I want to like, I just oh, want to yeah. read more of him because he's so good. And one of my friends is obsessed with Murakami and owns all of his books. So I know that I I, I can perfect. read them. I can just borrow them from a friend. Yes, so, like, perfect. I've, so I just, I'm really excited to read more of his books, um, hopefully in 2021, but also just in my life um next goal is my book buying band that i already mentioned like yes. i'm gonna buy those four new releases and nothing else Whoa. like if i find a book that i've been dying to read and it's five dollars like yeah i'll buy it you know like yeah. i but i'm gonna really try to not buy any more new books because i have a bad habit of just being like oh that book sounds cool i'll buy it and it's like boom twenty dollars <laughs> you know like it's so easy to rack up money when you're totally. just buying new books like that so i'm gonna try to just be better about it and i think i might actually keep a list or a spreadsheet of like each book i buy so that at the end of the year i can see like i can have proof of yes. how well or how badly i've done <laughs> i definitely so. want to do that on my spreadsheet actually a couple years ago the first like a, i don't remember how long ago but i started like tracking my finances better because because <laughs> mm-hmm. i'm i'm obviously self-employed and yeah there is no exact way to keep your books or whatever so i just started tracking certain things and one of the things I tracked was how much money did I spend on books? So every time mm-hmm. I, every, at the end of every month, I would put into my little spreadsheet, like, oh, you, you bought this many books, you use them. And then at the yeah. end of the year, 
I could see like, whoa, in January I spent eight hundred. I didn't ever spend that much. We're like, I spent a hundred dollars, and then in February I only spent fourteen dollars, and then at the end of the year I was able to see, and it was so interesting. And I wish I'd done that again this year and every year because it's just mm-hmm. so interesting to know. So I think we should definitely do that, incorporate that into our spreadsheet, and be like, Absolutely. what books are we buying? This I have a separate tab. How much did you spend on them? Also, I think what'd be interesting is. Are we reading the books that we're buying exactly. as we buy them? Yes. Because I want to do that. That's another goal that kind of backpacks onto my not buying so many books. Is if I buy a book, I should be reading it yep. when I buy it. Agree. Like, that's the reason for buying a book. Agree. I mean, not necessarily all the time. Like sometimes you buy a book because you want to read it in f- five to eight years or whatever. And that's yeah. Fine too, or it's but... like the perfect edition. Yeah, exactly. So like that's a different story. But with these books that I plan to buy this year, like I want to read them when they come out. Um, yeah. Not just to be like on top of the trend, but just so I don't have a hardcover book sitting on my shelf that i haven't read for years and years so that is another part of that goal Preach. um my third goal is to reread more books um mm-hmm. and i call this indulging in rereads because <sighs> there are so many books that i love i love them so so much and i could gain more happiness from them by reading them again yeah but i don't because i'm always i have this like i need to be constantly consuming new material i need to be right. you know reading books i haven't read and I don't love that because I used to, re- and we talk about this a lot on the podcast too, we used to reread books a lot more than we do now. Yeah. Um, and for me also rewatching movies, like I used to rewatch my favorite movies, like every week I would just be watching something totally. that's my favorite instead of trying to watch only new things. So I want to do that with reading and with movies in the new year. I, I really want to reread more of my favorite books. There were so many books I wanted to reread last year and didn't. Yeah. And so now I'm like, I'm not going to tell myself I have to reread these certain books. I just want to reread more books. I like you that. Know? So just in stuff, our yeah. in our last episode, you said that you reread around twelve percent of your reading yeah. was rereading. What yeah. number do you wish that was up at? Um, maybe like thirty. Thirty. Okay, so that's a lot, like a third. Yeah. Now I get a picture of exactly what you mean. That's so yeah, exciting. but like it sounds crazy totally when I say that. that. Like it sounds like that's it does so much rereading. But I would like to just give myself the freedom to do that and not like yeah. put so much pressure on myself to be reading new books. And that's part of the you know for me a good reason like something a reason I wanted to not use Goodreads so much, not use Instagram so much is that nobody if nobody's looking at what I'm doing. I can do whatever I want. Yeah, you know? totally, And totally. that affects me. Like, that, th- having that pressure, even though, you know, nobody is telling me I need to do these things. It's sure. Just, the pressure is still there. Um, yes. And so I I want to just read whatever the hell I want, which actually, which actually goes into my last my last goal, which I called mm. read like no one's watching. Which oh, means, I love that, really. Yeah. I love so that. So, like, I want to read more long books. Like, I don't want to, I don't need to care about yeah. people seeing how long it's taking for me to read a book. Like, it doesn't matter just read a long book if I want to read slowly if I want to and similarly to one of your goals is just read like weird books like read weird unknown books that aren't popular people aren't talking about just because I feel like it you know so exactly that's that's I think like my big goals I want to read like no one's watching (laughs) I really 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 love that and it goes like both you and I really stopped using Goodreads this year Mm -hmm. people if people go to my account uh, you just see that it just drops off and then I read a lot more than is there. I just stopped posting it on there mm-hmm. um, because the pressure of having like to chart everything there was no fun anymore. Yeah. Um, but also people may have noticed that at the beginning of the podcast, we we would ask what uh, like what were all the books you read this week? 
Mm-hmm. And we don't do that anymore. Now we've rephrased it as being like, what books do you want to talk about? Or like, what books yeah. did you t- read that you want to talk about? And we no longer are being like, we have to mention every single book. Yeah. Um, because of exactly what you said, we realized like, we love doing the podcast. We love recommending books and talking about books and, and talking about the ones we're really excited about and want to share. But there's a difference between doing that and feeling like you have to publicly share every single book. It doesn't yeah. make any sense. So. No. Yeah, I love that goal. That and I'm going to... Yeah. I'm stealing it. I'm, or I'm adding on to it. I'm, like you said, I'm backpacking. I'm jumping in your backpack. It's good. <laughs> Get in my pack. That's and, fun. Uh, Those yeah, are some I love good that. goals. I think, that's a, I think that's a really good way for us to think about 2021. I feel Absolutely. so inspired. It feels like, doesn't it feel like we're going to read like a thousand books each in the next year? Like, I know <laughs> I it's like so impossible, but at the beginning of every year, I'm like, wow, this is going to be great. And mm-hmm. then at the end of it, I'll be like, I read 32 books. I know, I know. It's okay. We'll do great. I'm sure we will. Okay, so the last like book specific thing on our list is what do you want to be the first book you read in the new year? I think we should answer this after we've talked about our updates because I feel like this, that's going to be like the extra special nugget to end off on. Okay. Let's keep right. the people waiting. We are Ariel and I have both selected, made a list of four books and then we're going to choose for each other what the first book will be. So I stay love tuned so for that. <laughs> yeah, basically I was like, what is going to be the first book of the year? And I couldn't pick and I was like, I'm just going to make Raylene pick. And she was like, good idea. So that's what we're going to do. <laughs> okay, I love that. We'll save it for the end. We'll, well save it for the that, end. Before that, we want to talk about some really exciting updates so Raylene and I have had so much fun with the podcast this year we're Mm -hmm. slightly over a year old we started in October of 2019 that's true so yeah we've been doing it for a bit over a year now and we've learned so much we've done little tweaks along the way tweaking how the podcast is structured like obviously we used to do the recommendations in the main update episode and we realized that it should be its own episode and um things have tweaked along the way but as as we've reached the end of this year we're like this is so much fun we love the podcast so much we want to strengthen it a little mm-hmm. bit um so there are a couple of things that we wanted to announce that are going to be a lot of fun the first one is just that generally we wanted to just confirm for everyone we're going to keep uploading weekly episodes are going to keep coming out on sundays at the, i think that yeah they come out at 5 a.m eastern standard or maybe i mean i'm not in eastern standard did you know i'm one hour ahead of yeah eastern? i know i'm an ast <laughs> i don't even know what ast is i've never heard of it um but yeah we're always gonna have at least one week or one episode coming out a week on sundays but we're also gonna be throwing in some fun uh episodes here and there that we're excited about and our book clubs are going to continue happening we're planning on having three this year um and the voting for the first one we'll let you all know like in advance and stuff in an episode when it's like right around the time but it will happen around the end of february beginning of march just so that Mm -hmm. people aren't like wondering um but yes the big news from my end for the (laughs) podcast is that i am going to be releasing monthly episodes of my new book history sideshow <laughs> like a like a like a like a circus so it's like yeah. a side tent that you can enter if you dare <laughs> um so this was something i talked about a while ago and i was like if we reach a certain goal on patreon i want to do this and i was like you know what i don't even care if we reach that goal i just want to do it mm-hmm. um and hopefully it'll be something that you guys want to support on patreon anyways but this is going to be like a 15 to 20 minute scripted show so it's going to be pretty different from what we do here mm-hmm. but i'm going to be picking different elements of book history so for the first one will be coming out this month in january um and it's going to what we decided they're going to come out on the 15th of every I think month so yeah yeah, yeah so that way you guys know 
consistent schedule. 15th, get ready. It's coming. Um, in January, the episode is going to be about book curses. Uh, I forget how I was, yeah, like I'll tell you how I figured this out in the episode, but I learned about this, this bizarre history of monks writing curses in old books so that people wouldn't steal them. And I was like, oh, pardon? And I read more and more about it. And it's just so fascinating. Mm-hmm. And I was like, I'd love to share this with our listeners. So I'm gonna, I'm gonna make, like I said, it'll be like 15-ish minutes long. Um, and I will read to you a, a, an essay that I basically write about the history of a certain thing. And it will go public for everyone to listen to and i'm so excited i really hope that people like it they might i'm not. excited might to listen it. to these episodes like honestly <laughs> Thanks, i can't man. wait to have you just telling me about something something strange <laughs> i've never known about books yes, i'm i'm really that. excited i'm sure everybody else is excited too oh thanks really and i'm a i'm a little nervous i'm not gonna lie i feel <laughs> feel like a kid who's got like a cool presentation but oh they're too God. scared to do it <laughs> i feel shy That's so um so <laughs> yeah shy. so we're really excited for this stuff but we also have some really really exciting stuff on our patreon that's coming mm-hmm. up um, um, we wanted we love our patrons we love our dust jackets this is the way that this supports the podcast um as you know i just bought a house and raylene wants to buy a house and, as we found out in this episode so all of this money really goes a long way to making this um first of all viable for us to keep doing with our day jobs mm-hmm. but also um we're hoping to just make it way more fun for our dust jackets so um yeah Raylene please tell them about the audiobooks because it is so exciting (laughs) yeah okay so this is an idea that I kind of came up with and then we found a way to make it work and make sense and that what we're gonna do oh this is so exciting Ariel and I have each selected our favorite classic slash favorite book and we're gonna read them to you guys or to our patrons we're gonna put this up on patreon this is something that's for patrons only because it is gonna be a lot of extra work for us it's a lot of work it's it's we really appreciate our patrons and so this is why we're giving you this extra little nugget um so ariel's gonna be reading animal farm i'm gonna be reading the great gatsby we're gonna release one chapter of each of our books every month until the books are over (laughs) so (laughs) that'll it'll last nine or ten months because they're both um fairly short books so yeah we're gonna be recording an audiobook in our own voice with potentially our own commentary as we go like commentary is for sure gonna happen there's no way i'm gonna read about (laughs) animal farm and not like tell everyone what i'm thinking (laughs) exactly and um we wanted to do this for a couple of reasons one just because we love these books so I like I've always wanted to record my own audiobook it's just like a weird dream of mine and I'm never gonna do it professionally so this is my way of doing it and a podcast is the perfect medium to do this so honestly that's like the number one reason um but also I think it's you know these are our favorite books we want more people to read them this is a like good I was gonna say free it's not exactly free because they have to pay (laughs) they have to be patrons but you know it's an extra thing that we weren't giving you before so it's like a cheap way to read these books um and hear them in you know the voices of us two wonderful ladies you know (laughs) having a great audiobook narrator is always nice not that I'm saying I'm great at it because I probably won't be but I just think it'll be fun for people to listen to and some more people can potentially experience our favorite books if they haven't read them yet so exactly and if if at the end of it you've listened to all the chapters you get to add those books to your to your red pile you know Mm -hmm. like you will have read Animal Farm or The Great Gatsby this year which is going to be so much fun exactly Um, 
we've already or i've gotten cj who edits our episodes and makes our music and everything he's going to be making special music for the great gatsby episodes and for the (gasps) animal farm episodes which is going to be so much fun so we're really trying to do this properly and and give you some really gorgeous audio quality stuff for for Mm -hmm. what's coming it'll be a little silly and a little haphazard because we don't have professional studios but we're going to do our best and i'm just so excited i think this is going to be really really cool and um yeah i don't know it's gonna be i don't know you know like when you were a kid and your parents would read you a book or your teachers would read you a book and like every day you'd get a chapter or every week you'd get a chapter Mm -hmm. and you're like so excited the next time to that you get to like listen to that's what it's going to be like like every month we're going to be like here's the next part here's and we all get to talk about it it's It's true it's good it's going to take people nine months to read the great gatsby and that's just gonna have to be okay I guess you could save them up if you if you don't listen to them all in a row then you could just at the end of the year you could listen to the whole audiobook all in one go yeah that's so much fun yeah um okay well our other big announcement i guess is that mm-hmm. we're going to be doing monthly reading vlogs so again we were looking at our patreon list and everything that we currently offer is still going to be there so you're still going to get our monthly live shows we're still going to be doing our weekly books on bucket episodes um and stuff but we were like what is missing and we're like how do we not make any video content like we've mm-hmm. done a couple like you've done one reading vlog and we've yeah. done a couple things like that but we were like no we should be doing this consistently so if you become one of our dust jackets in the new year we will be doing monthly reading vlogs so raylene's gonna vlog a book we've we kind of we made a little yeah. schedule so that we're organized yeah. and we never miss a week <laughs> yep that's um, the idea <laughs> yeah so raylene's will be coming out I think in the middle of the month and mine will be coming at the end of the month every month um we will both share a reading vlog and this is kind of like i said this is content you won't get anywhere else because rayleigh doesn't have a youtube channel and i don't make reading vlogs on my channel this is exclusive shit right here (laughs) (laughs) i'm never gonna make a video anywhere else on the patreon (laughs) is the only place you're ever gonna see me in a video It's going to be lit. Yeah, it's going to be really fun. Um, but this is a perfect segue because the first book that Raylene is going to make her vlog about is going to be the first book that mm-hmm. she reads in 2021. So That's it's time true. to pick that book. Hell yeah. All right. Oh my God, this is stressful. Exciting and stressful at the same time. Because <laughs> I'm like, oh God, I do have to vlog this. Whatever book you pick for me right now, I'm going to do a reading vlog about it. I know. Okay. Oh, the other thing I, I was going to mention just really quickly here is that Patreon now has an option for mm. you to become a patron for um the entire year. So they now have an annual option where you just like pay the amount up front mm-hmm. and then you don't have to worry about paying it the rest of the year. You get the all of the bonus, but you get a percentage off. If you do it all at once at the beginning, you then, yeah. So if you sign up uh, and do the whole annual thing, you get 15% off the the total. That, so you would save, like, I think that's a free month, right? Am I doing math right? <laughs> I have no idea because I'm not going to do the calculations in my head because they will be wrong. <laughs> I think, I believe that that means you get at least, I think that's a month and a bit for free, right? It doesn't matter. Just you do get some stuff off. And uh, yeah, just so you know, that's an option if that works better for your payments and everything. Mm -hmm. Um, So everyone, I just did the calculations. And (laughs) to be a dust jacket and get all of the stuff we were talking about, I brought up the calculator, folks. And it would be $60 to become our patron for the whole year, for Mm -hmm. the entire year. And if you do it annual, you save $9. So that's almost two free months, actually. Uh, because it's $5 per month. So that actually, I would do that. I'm not saying you have to do that. I'm just saying I would do that. 
<laughs> yeah, it's a good idea. If you've already been our patron for a full year and you, you know, you like us, you know, you you plan to keep being a patron, that is a definitely a good option. Yeah, Anyways, option. <laughs> advertisement out of the way. Let's jump back into the fun stuff, which is the books. You don't think math is fun. <laughs> I'm bored. Let's move on. <laughs> okay, I want, do you want to pick my book first? Yeah. yeah, yeah oh yeah. my God. Oh my God. Yeah, this is going to be my first book of the year. My first reading vlog of the year. This is a big moment. Uh, I feel like moment. normal people would listen to this and be like, what the hell are they talking about? Just what, <laughs> is she just talking about what book she's going to... Is that it? And it's like, <laughs> yeah. It. I care, Okay, though. I really care. Okay, so here are okay. the four options. The Knife of Never Letting Go. Oh my god, this is already so hard. <laughs> I know, I know. Franny and okay. Zoe. Oh, wow. Which okay. is the only one that's not a reread on my list, by the way. Okay, okay. Seconds. Seconds. The graphic by, novel. Oh, yeah. by Brian Lee O'Malley. Oh! <gasps> Okay. And last but not least, Harry Potter and the Philosopher's Stone. <laughs> this is impossible. <laughs> okay, let me walk you through my thoughts here. Okay. Harry Potter would be beautiful because obviously January, it's still winter time. And I think mm-hmm. of the first Harry Potter as a Christmas Eve holiday read. Yep. Um, also, any year that starts with that book is probably going to be a beautiful start to the year. Uh, Seconds by Brian Lee O'Malley. When was the last time you read that? I've only read it once and it was at least five years ago. That's what I, longer. yeah. So yeah. it would be, I feel like that would be a reread, which is one of your goals for the year, right? Mm-hmm. To reread more books, but yeah. it would also be very quick. And I really loved reading graphic novels at the beginning of this year mm-hmm. because I read like four in like four days. And by the time the first week of this year had been over, I'd already read four books. I was like, this is Incredible. the best year of my life. <laughs> um, and because it's been so long since you read it, it will still feel fresh and new. Yeah. Okay. Then you said, what were the other ones? I'm the Knife blanking. of Never Letting Go. Right. And Knife and of Never Letting Go is, a, is an intense one because the movie's coming out this year. Exactly. So what time, when does the movie come out? What month? I mean, it's supposed to come out in January, but I doubt that it will. Very interesting. Very interesting. And then Franny and Zoe. Oh my God. You've been wanting to read that for so long. I'm very curious about what you think of that book, Mm -hmm. but it isn't a reread. And I love the idea of starting the year with a reread. Yeah. (gasps) Okay. I have made my decision. Oh my God. (laughs) Okay. As your first book of the year, you will be reading Seconds by Brian Lee O'Malley. Yay! I had a feeling you'd pick that one. I do realize that that's going to make a short (laughs) reading vlog because you're probably going to read it pretty quickly. But I'll show off the art. That's what I was going to say. This could be a really cool reading vlog because people will get to... Like, I'm going to show off a lot of the insides of the book. Yeah. Um, And I've never done... I mean, I've only made one reading vlog in my entire life. So I've obviously never made one for a graphic novel. But I'm excited to try. I think it'll be fun. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Ooh, it'll, be, it'll probably be a bit more about the discussion afterwards and what you think partway exactly, through. Exactly, exactly. Because that book moments. has like a lot to unpack as well. Yeah, it like, really there's does. a lot going on in that book. So I'm, ooh, oh my wow. God, I'm so excited. I forgot what there's like time travel in there. Moment. Oh my God, this is such a good book. I'm so excited to reread it. Oh my God, thank you. It's <laughs> <laughs> my acceptance okay. speech. Yeah. <laughs> All, All right, you just inspired me <laughs> to add a book onto my... Okay, so you're going to give me five. Yeah, you have to pick between five. Okay, because I didn't have a graphic novel on there. 
And okay. And just so everyone knows, this might not be Ariel's reading vlog because hers will come out at the end yeah. of the month. So she can read any book for her reading vlog. I just yes. decided I need to get it done quick. So that's why yep, my first yep, book yep. is going to be my reading vlog. I'm glad that you mentioned that because yeah. I don't, they would have been I, maybe, I will, maybe I will. Maybe I will. You could. Maybe I will. Yeah. We, we'll see. Okay. okay. Thanks for giving me that freedom, really. You're welcome. <laughs> I know you need that. I don't want to box you in, you know? You need freedom. Okay, Ooh, okay. Here we go. Oh my God. Four of these are rereads. One of them is not. So we'll okay. start with the one that is not a reread. Anne of Green Gables. I have read the first approximately 17 pages of the book. I'm loving it. I know I'm not going to finish it this year. In yeah. fact, I don't think I'm going to read very much for the rest of the year. There's just so much going on. Yeah. So I think I would probably honestly restart it because I loved that those first chap that first chapter or two mm-hmm. and continue on. Okay. All We Shall Know by Donal Ryan. One of my mm-hmm. favorite books of all time that I've only read once. Crazy. Animal Farm. By my man, George Orwell. I freaking love it. I absolutely love this book. And maybe it would be good prep to reread it before doing the audiobook. Or maybe I shouldn't. And I should just read it for the first time. Well, I read it two years ago. But reread it for the audiobook. Okay. Memoirs of a Teenage Amnesiac. Starting the year off with some YA is a freaking good time. It's It's good. It's zippy quick, as Raylene says. Zippy quick. (laughs) And um, it's been a while since I've read this old YA favorite. And my final one that I just added on, Laura Dean Keeps Breaking Up With Me oh. by uh, Jillian, T- Jillian? Or no, Marco Tamaki. Mm-hmm. Um, one of my favorite, all time favorite books that I didn't read this year, but I read it last year for the first time. Obsessed with, you know, I mean, you know how much mm-hmm. I freaking love that book. And starting the year off with a reread, starting the year off with a graphic novel. It's a tricky decision, really. It's a tricky decision. Oh, you made this so hard for me. Every I'll just time say I... them again. <laughs> yeah, Anne one more Green... time. Anne of Green Gables, All We Shall Know, Animal Farm, Memoirs of a Teenage Amnesiac, Laura Dean. What do you pick? What do you got? Okay, here are my thoughts, my feelings. Um, I don't think that you should read Animal Farm before doing the audiobook because I'm not okay. going to reread The Great Gatsby before doing the audiobook, yeah. and I think we should be on a level playing field. Okay, um, it's out. So... That one's out. I'm sorry. Um, I'm. I definitely like. I really want you to reread an old favorite. So as much as I want you to read Anne of Green Gables, like that can wait. It can be your yeah. second book if if that's what it comes down to. Totally. I have really been wanting you to reread the other two rereads you mentioned. Um, All we shall know. Memoirs <clears throat> of a Teenage Amnesiac. And then Laura Dean is a reread, but yeah, yeah. Laura Dean. I feel like you read it recently enough that I'm, I don't want you to reread it yet. Not for this. Okay, it's this out. isn't your moment. Uh, <laughs> I have to like <laughs> All We Shall Know by Donal Ryan and Memoirs of a Teenage Amnesiac by Gabrielle Zevin. I've this made my decision. Moment. I've made my decision. <laughs> what is it? <laughs> you you are going to reread Memoirs of a Teenage Amnesiac. I knew you were gonna pick that one, and I am very glad that you did. It because, has been so yeah, long. Exactly, it's been longer since you've read it. Yeah. Um, it's a book that you recommended to me when we were teenagers and you got me yeah. to read and I was like, this is a great book. So I, I, I liken it back to those old times and I feel like, uh, like you said, reading a Y is similar to the graphic novel thing where it's like, it's going to be quick. You know, it's going to yeah. be a, a quicker yes. read, although all we shall know is very short. But um, yeah, you're reading Memoirs of a Teenage Amnesia. Wow. It's going to be your I first one. I am excited. What a beautiful I kind of do want to see, year. I kind of do want to see a reading vlog of this just because it'll be very Honestly, interesting to see your feelings. I will do, I will do it. I will on do this old book. 
I think it'd be nice if for January we both vlogged for uh, for the Dust Jackets, our first reads of the year. I think Absolutely. that's very cute. Cool. Obviously, if you are in a Dust Jacket, if that is impossible for you, do not worry. Um, We're just grateful that you listen and that you share the episode. And of course, we will talk about the book that we read in the reading vlog yeah, you're in the, still in the normal episode. It. So yeah. you'll still hear what we think and stuff. Um, wow. That is so much fun. I'm glad that we did it that way. That was stressful. <laughs> <laughs> That was very stressful. Okay, well, before we go, I am just going to let everyone know what our Books on Bucket is going to be, because um, we're off to go record another Books on Bucket for our patrons. Man, we just love our patrons so much. <laughs> so this one is, like, kind of hilarious and um, will be tricky. I'm not sure how we're going to do this exactly. Um, so this one comes from M. Castleman, 1998, who says, with your current read or favorite books, play Fuck, Mary Kill. <laughs> Oh, what a way to start the year. So I think okay. we're going to have to pick three favorite books because I'm not reading anything right now. And who knows what you're yeah, reading. Yeah, let's pick because we have our list here from just a minute ago. We can pick our top three favorite books of the year of 2020. Oh, 2020 books. That's fun. Okay, so that's what yeah. we'll do. And um, this is going to be hard. I don't know how this is going to work with books. Like, I, they're not people. <laughs> so I, I don't really understand Maybe the main character could do this. We'll see. We'll see. Yeah, okay. It'll be interesting. We'll unpack it in our Books on Buckets. So if you're a patron, <laughs> go listen to that. It's going to be a weird episode. I can already tell. Um, but yeah, thank you guys so much for listening. I, uh, I'm so excited about episode. 2021. I'm, me too. This is making me excited and we're not even there yet. Like, we're not even <laughs> close to 2021. We've got 11 days um but i'm really pumped to um to start Ooh, i can't wait to pick up that first book of the year that's always a fun exciting moment ah it's been great thank you guys so much for listening and we will talk to you next week bye bye <laughs>